this is the first episode of the podcast. Um, I I don't know what I'm gonna title this. Something about me. Something about my mind. I don't know if I'm gonna have my name in it. Who knows? But uh, I'm in my car. You know, my girlfriend told me to start this podcast. We got a lot of things to talk about. She says I'm funny. But, like, that's my girlfriend, you know? She can spice and all that. Like, I got all kinds of stuff to talk about, you know? Shit that comes to my mind. Uh, basketball. Movies. I'm a big movie guy. I love thinking on basketball. Maybe I'm even talking too low. I don't even know if I can... It's gonna sound long. But, you know, whatever. So I guess, like, I'll talk about opinions here. Opinions about random trash that no one really cares about, but I care about. Whoever wants to listen can listen. It would be nice if people did. And, you know, I just... People say I have a very interesting mind. My teachers, my girlfriend. I talk about... I go on weird tangents all the time talk about anything really sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about I'll keep talking about it I'll talk blabber out of nowhere so I'm in my car driving home my mom's gonna be fucking pissed cause it's nighttime. she doesn't want me driving at night my fucking girlfriend swore that her mom would take me home but I guess whatever what can you do she didn't really let her mom know, so I gotta drive home alone, my mom's pissed, I don't even want to get home, so when I get home, I know the fucking, my mom's coming for me, the bear's gonna jump on me, that shit's insane, um, man, but, life, life is crazy, man, how, like, for something so stupid, my mom, my mom would've wanted for my girlfriend's mom to drive next to me while I drove which I think is absolutely fucking useless you know like she she thinks just because if I drive ahead and there's a an adult driving somewhere behind me that it, it lessens the chance of me getting into an accident but it doesn't make any sense you know it, I, if someone's gonna hit me they're gonna hit me and I guess whatever but I I can definitely wait to get home. You know, like my fucking mom, she just got home from work. She's gonna be pissed. I don't even know what I'm talking about, man. I like basketball. Miami Heat fan. I fuck with Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's my boy. I don't know Dwayne Wade, but man, it's still my boy. It's my favorite basketball player of all time it's like that 2016 year 2015-16 I was in 8th grade I'm 16 years old now back then in 8th grade <clears throat> it had been one entire season since LeBron left Miami There was, it was the season after that so then the second season with LeBron you know you just You'd expect it to be just as bad as the first season. But, like, you know, 
fucking we got Amari Stoudemire Luol Deng integrated himself better Goran Dragic integrated himself better we traded Mario Chalmers bitch ass Dwayne Wade fucking stepped up like crazy Hassan Whiteside was there for a whole, half a year already he stepped up like crazy that year was disgusting man we, we killed it we were the third seed for a while we were the first seed I remember getting so hyped because we were the first seed and then it just we lost a bunch of games we dropped down to like 5 we finished at 3 even though we were tied with Boston I think and Charlotte for no we were tied like 3, 4, 5 and 6 Charlotte, Boston Atlanta I think we were all tied Three, four, and six. Three, four, five, and six. Toronto was the second seed. Cleveland was the first. Or was it the other way around? I think Cleveland was the first seed. Toronto was the second seed. And, like, that year was crazy, man. I got grounded really early in the year for not... Uh, for my grades got kind of fucked up at the beginning of that year. And then when I got grounded, my mom took away my PlayStation... But she let me watch TV. So even though I was already a Heat fan for the years when LeBron was there, that year I had watched more basketball than I had ever watched the other two years. Or the other three years. I had barely watched basketball the season that LeBron left. And the, the three years LeBron was there, I kind of, you know, I didn't watch that much. I was younger. But, you know, I was in eighth grade. It was 2015-16. I was 14. 13 years old and <clears throat> man that, that year I fell in love with the game of basketball it was crazy like Dwayne Wade was going insane that year I remember playing 2K16 you know the 2K the 2016 playoffs came around we were the third seed and we were we were we had home court advantage but we were down to Charlotte 3 to 2 did we have home court advantage? We should have had home court advantage. Right, we did have home court advantage. We played game seven in Miami. But we were down three to two. Dwayne Wade had the clutches game six that I've ever seen. I can't say the clutches of his career because that 2006 finals was nasty. That I know of. I didn't watch it, but it was, it was disgusting. Like, you know, by stats, by, by stories, it was awful what he did to the Dallas Mavericks he obliterated them but that I ever seen in my life the greatest thing that I had the greatest thing that I had seen to that point that was the same playoffs as when LeBron came back 3-1 um you know Dwayne Wade that that he was my the star of my favorite team my hometown team for an entire year I was so hyped about that year we were the third seed so LeBron, uh, Dwayne Wade, game six, that game's super famous, you know, Dwayne Wade trash-talking the dude in the purple shirt, he hit two of the, the clutchest shots that I've ever seen in my life, um, you know, besides that, you know, uh, Steph Curry won a unanimous MVP, Steph Curry hit that, that crazy half-court game winner against OKC, the one where Mike Green went, bang, bang, 
that was insane, dude. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo started to become big. DeMarcus Cousins was still going crazy on the Kings. Anthony Davis was Anthony Davis. I don't even know where Rajon Rondo was. I think Rondo was on the Kings with DeMarcus. Isaiah Thomas. It was the beginning of Isaiah Thomas in in Boston. Well, not the beginning, but the beginning of him killing it in Boston. Um, Cleveland was fucking eating ass, man. LeBron James and Kyrie were hitting on all cylinders, man. It, that year was crazy. The Toronto Raptors were really good. Um, the Indiana Pacers were great. Uh, the Indiana Pacers, Paul George, basically, not the Pacers. Paul George himself took Indiana to a Game 7 against Toronto. And that, that was insane. I wanted Indiana to win so bad because of our rivalry when LeBron was in Miami. You know, I wanted to face... When we beat Charlotte, I wanted to face Indiana instead of Toronto. Because I knew Toronto was better. But Paul George was a beast, man. I've always loved Paul George. Even if he was a rival for a long time, I've I've always loved Paul George. And, there, you know, there's, there's certain players that your team becomes a rival with and you hate them. I, like, Nikola Vucevic, we've lost some games. Miami lost some games in the, at the beginning of this season. I fucking hated Nikola Vucevic. Bismack Biombo, we lost to him in the playoffs in that same series against Toronto. I fucking hate Bismack Biombo. But there's some players, man, like, you know, Dirk Nowitzki. It's famous for beating LeBron in that 2011 final, the one where LeBron choked. I love Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki is one of my favorite players. Paul George is one of my favorite players, even though we were in those rivalries. Um, you know, but yeah, that that that, that playoffs. Um, you know, Dwayne Wade super clutch shot. I remember watching that game. It was. Like, the greatest moment of my life, man, because I had watched Heat basketball. But, you know, besides that, that was the second because I also, I remember watching Ray Allen's shot in 2013. So that was the second clutchest, like, Heat basketball moment that I had ever seen in my life. Um, I remember my dad was still with his ex, and I was watching it with his... Her ex, his ex's daughter's boyfriend, his name was Yandi. Man, me and Yandi went crazy, man. Yandi was like 22, 23 years old, but he had a daughter. And I remember um, my stepsister at the time was trying to put their daughter to sleep. And me and Yandi were going crazy downstairs, man. Like, Dwayne Wade hit that shot. Dwayne hit one shot. He hit like a, a step back mid-range. We went, in, we went crazy, man. We were dying. And then later on in in the like a one play after, he hit a three and Dwayne Wade was going off, man. Like Dwayne Wade had hit I think seven threes in the entire season that year. And Dwayne Wade had already hit like 15 threes in that playoff series. Like I had never seen anything so crazy because obviously I hadn't watched 2006 finals. I hadn't seen anything so insane like that. 
then I remember, um, you know, we won that game. And then two days after, we blew out the Hornets, like 30 points in Miami in game seven. Man, that was, that was insane, man. That was the good old days, you know. Now Miami, we're trying to get back to where we were. We're kind of stuck in mediocrity for now. But that 2016 playoffs, after that, we went... Paul George lost in game seven. I was very sad about that. Um, Miami played against the the Raptors in round two. And, and don't forget, this is all without Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh was injured for the whole season. He was gone. You know, with the blood clots and all, Chris Bosh had been gone for a while. So we basically played that season without Chris Bosh. And in the Toronto series... Hassan Whiteside, which was like our third best player, I guess you could say. Dwayne Wade, Dragic, Whiteside. I mean, maybe not at the time. Luol Deng was playing great at that time. Um, Dwayne Wade, Dragic, Whiteside, Luol Deng, Amari Stoudemire, Joe Johnson, Gerald Green. That team was nasty, man. But, you know, Hassan Whiteside got injured in the Toronto series. And then we won game one in overtime. I remember Kyle Lowry. I hate Kyle Lowry, too. I don't fuck with Kyle Lowry because of being rivals, you know? Um, Kyle Lowry hit that crazy half-court shot to tie the game. Like, insane, man. Like, he, he threw it, like, over his shoulder, and it, it went in. I remember seeing that. I was pissed, man. I, was, I had to go to school the next day. And I, I stayed up really late watching that game, even though I had to go to school. And uh, I had to stay up really late watching that game. I had to go to school. So Kyle Lowry hitting that shot, it really fucked me over because I thought, oh, we got this game won. Um, Kyle Lowry's going to miss that shot. I could go to sleep thinking, oh, I'm fine, you know. I'll go to uh, I'll go to sleep early, and then you know, he hit that shot, and it was like, it was devastating. I I I didn't know what to think. It was fucking ridiculous, man. Where the fuck am I? Am I in the right place? So Hassan Whiteside gets injured in that series. We don't have him. We obviously don't have Chris Bosh. He's injured for the whole season. Dwayne Wade is fucking killing it in the playoffs. So Kyle Lowry hits a crazy half-court shot. We we get into overtime. We only win because Dwayne Wade makes a super crazy clutch steal, which I remember watching vividly and texting in a group chat with my friends. Um... And yeah, we won game one. I think we lost game two. We ended up losing that series in six. And that was that and losing in 2014 were like the two most depressing moments I've ever had as a Heat fan. And then Bismack Biombo was being really fucking cocky. He was t- 
haunting everybody. Um, but that that playoff series was insane. Like after that, after that, after that happened, the Toronto lost in six to Cleveland. I remember being super happy. I was like, "Fuck Toronto, man!" And I was super happy that Cleveland had beat them in in six and not seven. Um. Clay Thompson had one of the craziest scoring performances in in the history of the playoffs. He hit, I think, 11 threes in the playoff game against, I believe it was game six against the Thunder. Game six, I'm pretty sure it was. And I, at that time, that was before Kevin Durant joined Golden State. You know, at that time, I was still, I was going crazy over... The Warriors, I love the Warriors. I thought the Warriors were such a great team, you know. The way they shared the ball, the way it was it was all finesse. I love that. That team, I was in love with that team. But obviously, if Miami were to make the finals against the Warriors, I root for Miami 100% of the time. But I, I thought the Warriors were crazy, man. I, I did really like the Warriors that year. And the same... The same thing happened as the game six in Miami. We were watching same guy, uh, this guy Yandy, and then I also I was with my dad too. We were watching that game together. We all like the Warriors, and um, we watched every time Clay Thompson hit another three. We went crazy, man. We were like, "Holy shit, dude! Another one! This is this man's going insane!" After every shot, dude, it was at one after the other, one after the other. It was 11 threes in that game. 11 threes. I, I, I find that mind-boggling, you know? 11 threes in a playoff game against a team that you're down to 3-1 on. You, you're trying to get back to hopefully make game seven. He hits 11 threes. Every shot that he took was insane. Every shot that he made was crazy. Um, and then, you know, after that, it's 3-1. You know, LeBron James comes back on the Warriors. The Warriors blew a 3-1 lead, all the memes, all that shit. But it, you know, at that time, I was rooting. I was between rooting for the Warriors because I thought they were cool and still hating on LeBron for leaving Miami so even though I, I one side of me respected I loved LeBron LeBron is one of my favorite players today because I realized it was childish to hate on him but I thought yeah dude fuck this guy you know he he left us we probably could have still won more championships and he fucking left us that was, that was my mindset back then and you know watching the Warriors be up on them on top of the fact that I like the Warriors I thought it was cool I was like oh it's crazy the Warriors are gonna beat them again this the 73 and 9 Warriors you know they're about to solidify themselves as like the greatest team in the history of basketball you know greatest record and the championship but every game that the Cavaliers won I was like fuck fuck LeBron man but then, like, when I looked back at it, as soon as the buzzer sounded in Game 7, 
I was like, damn. 41 points in one game, 41 points in the other game. He he fucking deserved it, man. LeBron fought so hard for that championship, man. He deserved it more than anything in the world. More than anything that he probably had ever played for. He probably he he probably sees that as his biggest basketball accomplishment. Um and you know that was 2016. So, you know, watching the Heat lose like that, that was devastating. But then Dwayne Wade left. And then we get to the 2017 season. The 2017 season is my absolute, my second favorite season of basketball, man. I remember when the season started, I was too mad about Dwayne Wade leaving to Chicago that I I couldn't get myself to watch the games. I thought it was I thought it was awful, man. And I saw we we saw Dion Waiters, we signed James Johnson, we signed Luke Babbitt. I remember being fucking pissed when we signed Luke Babbitt. And every time the Heat posted something about signing a new player, I was like, oh they're signing fucking these shit players, man. Luke Babbitt sucks. And you know, but, but Dion Waiters was different. I remember when Dion Waiters got drafted. I remember playing. I played a lot of 2K12. I played so much 2K12, which was the year that Dion Waiters got drafted into the game where you see Dion Waiters join the draft. And I remember always thinking, Dion Waiters and Kyrie Irving together, they're gonna be nasty. You know, even before LeBron got there. Deion Waiters and Kyrie together, they're going to be disgusting. You know, number two and number three together like that? I thought it was going to be insane. And then, you know, LeBron got to Cleveland. He kind of spoiled Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters, like, stopped playing as good as he used to play, as good as I thought he would play. And then he got traded to OKC. He was on shacked in a fool a few times in OKC. And then he got to Miami. And when he got to Miami, I thought, damn, hopefully he's not the same OKC screw-up that he was in OKC. And, you know, after LeBron got to Cleveland, hopefully he can revive here. And, you know, <coughs> that's a historic season. The 17-18 season. 17, no, 16-17 season after um, D-Wade left. And it's not just a historic Miami Heat season. That's a historic season for basketball. That's the largest comeback in the history of the NBA to make it back to 500. I think it was 19 games under 500. We started that season um, 30, 11 and 30. We were, for a period, we were the worst team in the NBA And I think between the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks, they ended up actually being worse than us. But at one point, we were the worst team in the NBA. And I was so discouraged, man. I was so mad at Pat Riley for letting D-Wade go. I, I, I couldn't get myself to watch the season. And then after a while, I started watching it. They started winning more games. I was like, this is crazy, you know? They're they're finding a way to click. Then 
Dion Waiters went off. Dion Waiters got his shit together. Dion Waiters was going off for a while for that win streak. We went on a 13-game win streak, which I remember was like the second highest win streak in that entire season. We started off, we beat the Houston Rockets. I didn't watch that game, but I know after after we beat the Houston Rockets, I got a little I got a little excited, you know. Then we kept on beating teams and they weren't some of them were not good teams, but they weren't bad teams. We beat um the Cavaliers. We beat the Rockets twice. We beat the Golden State Warriors, which is one of my favorite game-winning shots that I've ever seen, you know, besides the Dwayne Wade and the and the Ray Allen one. Um Deion Waiters, you know, he sizes up Klay Thompson. He hits him with a, a hesitation. On the right, dribbles to the left, hits him with another hesitation, which is also one of my favorite moves. I love watching this move. I know um, Deion Waiters does this a lot, and Kevin Durant does this a lot too. You kind of you hit a hesitation, and before you finish the hesitation, you, you pick it up real quick and take a shot. And Dion Waiters, he hesitated with the right, switched to the left, hit that like half hesitate before hit, the ball hit the ground, and he pulled up. He splashed a three in Klay Thompson's face, man. And we won that game, dude, against the Golden State Warriors. And uh, that, you know, we came back. We started the season 11 and 30. We finished the season 30 and 11. We finished 42 and 42, buddy. We were 19 games under. We made, we made that record of, you know, being the the most amount of games under 500 and being able to come back to 500 um and I guess I got more to talk about but I just got home that I guess that's it for the first one um other podcasts will be different other times that I do this will be different I'll talk about different things um hopefully I get some people to see this and if nobody watches it I'll have this for myself and there will be more to come